to go downtown. Downtown, hey! Downtown. You're about to go downtown. Molly's in the building. We're rocking out for a little bit. Did Marley snap on this record or what, guys? Stop. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's we have to get to my part. I'm sorry. Every time. You said that. <laughs> I did say that. I did. Marley Unknown. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> and those hey. of you hopping in, that was Midnight, one of my personal favorites. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. I'm literally just sending out the lie to all my friends. No problem, no problem. Um, Y'all get on in. So I'll give you a little bit more. So how have you been? How's your day been? It's been crazy. I'm good. Honestly, today has been super chill. I rarely get these days, but today was like such a nice, like laid back, just kicking it. That's yeah. good. That is good. How was your That's day? Good. How are you? You look lovely. You look amazing. You look beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. This is all for you. This is not for oh, anybody sorry. else but Marley Unknown tonight. So. <laughs> you look gorgeous. Thank you. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so. I want to get right into it because I yeah, love your great. records. Your voice yeah. is amazing. Yeah. I feel like we've talked so much, but like officially now, we yeah. have to finally like talk. So let everyone know kind of like where you're based out of and where you're repping for. Hey guys, so I am based out of Pickering. Um, that's where I grew up. That's my this is my home. Um, I live here right now. I probably will never leave. Um, <laughs> and obviously, like from the GTA, I've done a lot of music in Toronto. Um, and I guess like if we're out of here, I would definitely say that I'm from Toronto. Um, and yeah, I'm an R&B artist, you know, your basic uh, R&B artist story started in the church. I'm a PK, so, you know, shout out to all my PKs out there, pastors, kids. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. I just love music, and I love singing, and I love releasing and writing, and so this is my passion, and I'm just really excited that I get to share it with, with everybody. So I would love to know that's beautiful, and shout out to Toronto every time. <laughs> Right. So what made you really like start a music? Because I understand PK, okay, you might have been like, but what made you decide that like this is something that you wanted to do and really be a part of your life? Um, or you noticed it was really a part of your life? You know what? Like I I have tried to not do music many times. <laughs> really? And, yeah, at first when I was doing it in church and stuff, it was kind of like forced, you know, and I know that anybody that have gone to church regularly or like you know is a pastor's kid it knows this all too well but you know you're in the <laughs> church you get dropped in the choir no option no questions asked that's it you know so 
I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's fantastic. Great music. But I didn't want to do it because I was like forced to do it, you know? Um, and so kind of when I started becoming a teenager and coming into my own, I was like, is this really something I want to do? Or did I just do it because this was kind of like where I thought this was leading? Um, and I took a break. And I was like, yeah, whatever, I'm going to explore different things, went to school for something completely different. Um, and everything just kept drawing me back to music. Like, no matter what I did, it was just drawing me back. So I'm like, well, this is what I have to do. It makes me happy. It makes me feel like myself more than anything else. And yeah, that's at all paths lead to this. <laughs> so here I am. Well, that's beautiful. And Given the voice, I know you said you've been forced into it, but it's like when you hear certain people, you're like, come on, there's no way you can just like be saving this for like the bathroom shower. <laughs> That's it. That was really the life I was about. I'm like, you know, I'm okay, you know, joining in a choir here or there, or like, you know, just singing in the bathroom. But I was like, no, I feel like, I feel like there is a greater purpose for this passion. And I, I just want to see where it goes. Okay. So you're like, all right. I like music. I I want to take this serious. What what did you decide to do next? Like, what was the those steps to like get into the music industry for you officially? Was it just like church circuit? Like, okay, so um, I guess I've always been on both sides of it. So for a long time, I was still very involved in like church and like I've like led youth choirs I've done worship leading for a really long time but then I still kind of had my own like in the like secular music industry kind of I did a lot of shows I I was never really comfortable releasing and writing my own music at the time and so I was doing a lot of like shows where I was doing covers of stuff a lot of corporate gigs where I can sing other people's music um, and that's kind of that side of it that I was clinging to um, and so, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of what it was. Like, I was like, yes, I do enjoy this church side of it, but I also enjoyed, like, the actual, like, music industry. And so I didn't really know how to get started with it, so I kind of just put myself in rooms with people I thought would matter. So I auditioned for some stuff, like, local things, like, stuff like Pickering Stars or, like, talent competitions. Oh, um, yeah. uh, what's that other one? Hidden Talent Toronto, like, stuff like that. I auditioned for Honey Jam. I was uh, I participated in that for a couple of years, which was a great opportunity. Um, and so I would just insert myself in things where I would be surrounded by other musicians and kind of started off that way. Oh, that is so cute. And like <laughs> that shows just from earlier, like, okay, I kind of have an idea of what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Let me not like sit at home and continue thinking about it. Let me yeah. go out there immerse myself in the environment yeah and get acquainted with what's happening around secular or non-secular exactly so how how much were you like feeling maybe not such great energy I guess from the church right because being someone that was also a PK and like going to church is like forbidden fruit like you're listening to that you're mm -hmm. like yeah. so what gave you that like leap of courage or like made you realize, you know what, it ain't so bad. It doesn't mean I don't, you know. Yeah, like it really doesn't mean that I'm not still a Christian or that I still don't love God. Like obviously those are, that's a foundation in my life and something that I believe I'll never be successful if I don't still pursue. But um, I think that 
music is it's art and it's feeling and it's expression right and and the feelings that you have are not always going to be like those godly feelings you know what I mean and so for me it wasn't that I wanted to escape from the church more than I wanted to express myself also outside of that because there are different things that we go through that are not just Christian circumstances are not just like church circumstances and there's those are things that I still want to express and share with other people because they go through it too you know so um yeah that that's kind of it like I was like I I, I absolutely love this side of music and don't get me yeah. wrong some of the most talented musicians I think I believe that the most talented musicians out of Toronto come from church and church. come Facts. from you know come from that um but there are also different lanes that we could go and we can still enjoy that. I still, you know, bump my gospel records. I still go to church. I still, you know what I mean? But I'm just not only doing that. I'm I'm now investing in myself and being able to express myself in different ways. Well, I definitely ask that because, like, I see another public, like, figure that would be a great example that people would maybe know is, like, making good, right? Mm -hmm. You see her get married to this, like pastor guy or minister or whatever and then like everyone just starts like judging her critiquing yeah. her even yeah. recently i see for halloween like she went to a party of war something and like people were just like doing the most going crazy on her and she's yeah. just like whoa like how does this change my heart yeah. so i think more and more in 2021 as time goes on that conversation gets like Brought you up. look crazy for like not you know what I mean like yeah. parents are slowly getting over it. I feel like we're breeding into another yeah another place right so that is great <laughs> now let's get into your some of your music because you have a lot of great tracks Thank I'm you. gonna let this track run for a bit because okay. this one is powerful and beautiful track and I'd love to know the inspiration behind it what led you to even like get that like pen that day and just say this is what I came out um yeah yeah let's listen to very weird to hear <laughs> play my music it's still very weird well girl get used to it because it's, yeah. you have beautiful music really thank beautiful you. music thank you so you much. can write a song for real right for uh, real. thank you thank you so much <laughs> um that song 
I think that we were kind of in the middle of the pandemic still. And there was a lot of, there were a lot of, there was so much going on in the past year. Honestly, it's actually quite ridiculous. Um, But especially pertaining like the Black Lives Matter movement and a lot of those things. um, And definitely not a shot at Black men at all. But I feel like the world was very focused on Black men and protecting Black men that like, I feel like the the world doesn't really see that. Like the black women are the ones who have been protecting the black men, and and we do so much work um, on the sidelines and don't really necessarily get the recognition that we deserve for the amount of things that we carry on, for the amount of things that we, you know, that we contribute to society. The, you know what I mean? Raising other people's children, raising our own children. There's just so many things that black women do. Um, that are so amazing that don't that kind of get like passed on because like we're supposed to right like it's kind of like that oh like you know but you already do it like why are we why are we talking about this like you're already good at it you know what I mean yeah yeah you know that that one person that always gets overlooked because they're always doing so much that people just kind of expect it from them at that point um and so I thought that it was detrimental that somebody kind of paid homage to black women aside from just the way that we look aside from just our outward beauty and those things, which which is also great because yes, black women, you know, we have that reputation of like, you know, dark skinned women or, or black skinned women are not as beautiful as, you know, the Eurocentric standard and whatever. But mm-hmm. we're also very smart. We're also very resourceful. We're also literally running the world from the sidelines. Like literally I, I sat down and, and watched a ton of, of interviews of, Michelle Obama and all of the work that she did for the Obama campaign and just on her own and I was like this woman was literally running the world alongside Obama like we don't give her enough credit where it's due you know what I mean so yeah yeah and I just sat down and I was thinking about it and it really put me in my feelings because no matter how much or how little you do as a black woman like you know you should feel like you you should feel like you're praised for the things that you're doing because your contribution is a massive contribution to society. And so I just, I wanted to write and express those feelings that I have, um, not even just for myself, but towards the Black women who are in my life. And I even look at people like you, Kay, who have your own business and and, and oh you God. interview <laughs> and, bring to, and bring to light, you know, bring forward um, a lot of artists that, you know, are either overlooked or deserve a little bit more respect than they're given. And it's just like that is beautiful and we got to start <laughs> putting our black women we need to start putting them on a pedestal and you know making them feel like the way that they should and so that's where that song came from gorgeous beautiful like it's just you capture everything you just described like you really captured that in the song there's not a time that i listen to it and it doesn't like put me in a mood but like not a not a bad mood it's just a really great mood of like reflection and just appreciating being like in the skin I'm in so yeah yeah. though it may have got you in your feelings I am grateful for this record (laughs) thank you you. I'm so glad I appreciate that yeah no it's definitely Grammy worthy (laughs) (laughs) Grammy worthy now another record that you have that um, is is relatively like new, right? Is you mm-hmm. have to be honest, <laughs> never the one, which is like a whole not a whole other spectrum, <laughs> but another side a of, bit. of 
you get in your bag a bit. So yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna cap. I really be putting my feelings in these tracks. But that's really good because I can imagine like the amount of well, we see what's happening in the world, right? Yeah. People that get in their feelings and don't have a healthy way or outlet of getting it out, right? Yeah, yeah. So what inspired to be honest? What <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um this one I kind of, I guess I always kind of felt the way that um, I write in this song. Um, but in the past couple of years, like this is the longest amount of time that I've been single in my entire life. Like I am a relationship girl. Like I have always been in long-term relationships. Um, and so normally I wouldn't have even had the time to even feel these feelings because I'd always been in relationships. And so the last couple of years, um I've been single and intentionally so like very intentionally so um I was like no I kind of want to handle my stuff and there are certain goals that I had and I'm like yeah this is what we gonna do um and so I decided to kind of open back up and, and and start dating again a little bit and okay, how's that been it's been very interesting <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been very interesting um you know to run how it go. yeah how it go. um yeah you know how it goes um it's been it's yeah it's been interesting but i just kind of found that i was in this loop like this cycle of and one of my friends broke it down to me and he was like you're always somebody's best friend like guys want to be your best friend and so they let you in and it's intimate um, and you guys get close. And my intention is to turn that into a relationship because I genuinely do like to get to know people before kind of hopping into that next phase. And so I do create a friendship. I intentionally created a friendship so that I can get to know that person in the most genuine way and then kind of like see if I want to move forward. Um, apparently that doesn't work because then I just become the homie. <laughs> Yeah. And, oh, you getting so, friend zoned out here? What's happening? Friend zoned out here. And it's crazy because, like, they will still hit on me. Like, they'll still straight up be like, yeah, like, you're bad. Like, you know, this and that. But then they go and wipe somebody else. And I'm still over here single. And I'm like, okay, so that's what we're doing. So yeah, I just, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I just stayed up last night listening to your issues till two in the morning. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Shorty's over here catching the title. Okay, that's yeah, how we're feeling. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of went through that situation recently, um, in a, in a more of a mild way, but I guess when I sat down that evening that I wrote this song, I kind of was like, you know what? I feel like I've gone through this and I was kind of ashamed of it. And I spoke to a couple of my friends and they're like, no, that's pretty normal. And I'm like, I know that there's other people that go through this. So I just kind of sat down and I'm like, let me just write my feelings down. And then yeah. it ended up turning into uh, into this song. That makes so much sense, though. Because, <laughs> like, even the way you started out, right? So it's just, like, you can really hear your inner zone of, like, reflection and being like, yo, what is going, what is happening right now? Yeah. What am I doing wrong? So thank you for your vulnerability. Are you ever scared to be, like, too vulnerable in your records? Or, like, is that something that you're mindful of? Or, like, what will you not? Sing about. What will I not sing about? Um, there are definitely songs that I have written that I'm like, well, I cannot release this. 
because I find that like I write too much in detail to the point where like if you hear this song you're gonna know what I'm going through like to the T um but I think that there needs to be it's 2021 and all we see on the internet is people succeeding or failing miserably there's no in between there's no struggle to success there's no this is how I feel. And even though it's negative, I'm going to turn it into something positive. And so at first, I was kind of like, maybe I shouldn't be like sharing these vulnerable parts of my life with people. But the more I spoke to people, and the more I shared these demos, and, you know, showed people the lyrics to my songs, they're like, nah, like, you have to release this because other people are feeling it too. And so I'm yeah. like, yeah, dance records are great. Um, top hits are amazing. But I feel like it's my responsibility as an artist and as somebody who feels so deeply to like share what I'm going through because I know it resonates with a lot of other people. Definitely. Like when we think about some of like the most powerful songs, um, well, in my opinion on this earth, like, or even now, I guess, popular person to talk about is like Adele, mm -hmm. right? And like when she has records like, hello, and you know, just, yeah. It was so, like, she was literally going through divorce. Now she's going, yeah. like, sorry, through heartbreak. Now she's going through divorce. It's just yeah. so much. So it's just, like, while we're, like, as creators, you're, like, okay, I want to be authentic with my audience. But it's, like, you still don't want to give too much <laughs> yeah. of yourself that for will, sure. like, have you in for problems. Oh, no, that's crazy. So <laughs> when it comes to, like, of course, being from Toronto – and you're growing in the music scene and all of that. How has your, like, experience been? What would you say about, like, the Toronto music scene? Um, Toronto is such a special place for me because there's so, there's such a variety of music here. It's just, it's very crazy. We have so many cultures, like, a ridiculous amount of cultures within the same environment. And so, the music that comes out of Toronto is, is is wild because it's so unique. Like the rest of the world really does not hear what we get to have over here. Um, and so in that way, I feel so fortunate to be from here. And the artists that I've been able to work with and be around and share stages with are absolutely amazing and talented. Honestly, I'm, I'm gonna say it, no cab. Toronto is where music is at right now. Like I really think that like the most talented people in the industry right now are from right here. Um, but I think that my concerns about the music industry are the same as everybody else. And I, I wish that we had a little bit more of a cohesive culture um, and that we worked together a little bit more. Uh, and that being said, there's still so much to be worked on. Like we don't, we haven't really fully established our industry and like, I yeah. guess kind of our identity as the rest of the world sees us. So I, we're still mm. working on it. Um, but I, I wish that there was a little bit more cohesive uh, work going on here. But we, I mean, we've started a lot of different things. Um, there are a lot of uh, artist development programs. They're starting a lot of grants and stuff like that, which is great. And yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty terrific so far. And I've had really good experiences with the people that I've worked with. And I've had some interesting experiences with people that I've worked with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but you got to take the good with the bad, and that's really just how life goes. <laughs> that is really, it's all about balance, right? <laughs> so yeah. I'll ask you this. Um, if you could change anything about, like, the music industry, given 
you had the power, what would you change? The music industry as a whole or like just in Toronto? As a whole, yeah, as a whole. Um, I think that I would take away the, um, the persona aspect of the music industry. Um, mm. I saw an ad and it was for RBC Music and it was starring her, the artist her, and one of her lines or like her slogan for it was um, put first impressions last and listen first. And that really like resonated with me because us as musicians and writers especially, that's what we want. We would rather you listen first and create your opinion of the artist first rather than looking at their Instagram profile and seeing what they wore, you know, for Christmas last year. Like that stuff, I mean, as much as it is important, yes, to the music industry, I guess. Um, when you're a musician and when you're a writer and stuff like that, like the things that matter to you are specifically the music. And so when it gets tainted by all of the image and all of the things like that, you, first of all, some people can't keep up with that. Mm. It, realistically some people you can't it's it's hard to keep up with the full well, if it's not their real life you know then it then it is it's definitely something hard to do exactly. and i think that's a lot of the issue as you're explaining where it's just like these are you know the lives that people are actually living so mm -hmm. it's very hard to upkeep something that like isn't a part of your regular 24 hour exactly and so i mean me personally as an artist it's something that I struggle with a lot personally is like mm -hmm. the image aspect of it I mean if you don't look a certain way if you don't dress a certain way people are not gonna really pay attention to you or take you seriously or if you don't have a certain amount of followers or you know a certain amount of streams on Spotify there's like there's just so much to upkeep that is not actually involved in the root of the music that I wish it was yeah. a little bit more stripped down um but yeah, I think that's about it. Otherwise, I mean, art is art and the way that people choose to perceive themselves online or, or as an artist, I'm, I'm here with it. I rock with it. I give kudos to anybody who's in the music industry because it's really difficult. <laughs> it is really difficult. It is. It is. Especially, as you said, when people really start to learn that business side of the music industry and they said, shit, so the part where I'm just putting the pen to the paper or mm -hmm. freestyling, that is not necessarily the most important part. There's like mm -hmm. 95 <laughs> more steps to do. But yeah. don't let that deter y'all. Like you can Thank still you. win out here. Don't let that deter you. Because as I said, there's some people where when you hear their music, when you hear their voice, Marley, mm -hmm. it's no questions asked. This is like yeah. something they're meant to do. Yeah. So it gets this but please don't give up okay i will not thank you <laughs> okay so another standard question that we do ask here at downtown world don't waste no time with negativity is can you please tell me about a situation it doesn't have to be recent where it was definitely negative no questions asked about it and somehow some way you found a way not to waste any time with negativity oh my god <laughs> okay so this is a really difficult thing for me to do. Um, I've been working on it for the past couple of years. I'm a Scorpio, and although I don't know, oh Lord, oh Lord, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> although I do, I don't normally um, 
adhere to you know horoscopes and stuff like that i can't i i can't deny my identity and i can't deny the type of person that i am um, <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna cap we're kind of we're a little bit crazy um especially when our our feelings are pushed to you know a certain point um i don't get mad very easily but on the next track that i'm dropping which is dropping tonight actually you will hear <laughs> a situation where, where I didn't waste no time, but I was definitely just not in the mood. So, um, it's crazy. Is that what we're saying? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's really crazy because I wrote that song on the same day that I wrote Black Woman, which, very weird. Let's just not. Very weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, the two don't correlate. Um, I don't know what happened that day, but those are just the feelings that came out. I have no control. Um, two girls made me really grumpy. Uh, they did some things that were not cool. Um, and I couldn't deal with it like I was in high school anymore. Can't You can't just be pulling up to people's houses like I'm a mother. You know, I have to be mindful <laughs> of the way that I act and react. And so I was you know what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain my feelings to them. If they don't understand it, then I'm just going to have to cut ties and call it a day. But the Scorpio in me was like, it's not done till I get the last word. And so I ended oh, up <laughs> writing the song <laughs> instead of, you know, doing the most. So, yeah. Well, hey, like, it, it is an amazing record. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. Um, you definitely got in your bag. I was like, shit. Who pissed Marley and Nona yeah. off? Yeah, so yeah. definitely makes sense. But that is hilarious, the fact that you wrote Black Woman and this record that everyone's about to hear tonight. I know. I know. I'm it's like, crazy. Oh, my God. Because I never heard you in your bag so much before. Listen, that day was very interesting. And I sent, I think, I was in the studio and I recorded both of those, like, kind of, so when I record the song the first time, I usually just make, like, a rough version in the studio, and then from there, I'll kind of figure out if I want to do it as the original demo or if I want to add or whatever. So I went into the studio and I recorded the song that I'm releasing tonight, which you've heard, um, and everyone was like, oh, hey, this track, it's lit, cool. <laughs> and then, just egging this shit Yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and then no, literally, after yeah. we were finished recording that song, um, I sent my engineer the instrumental to the to the next track, Black Woman, and everyone was so confused. They're like, "What is this?" <laughs> so I start singing the song, and my manager was literally sitting there, like the studio was empty, and nobody was saying anything. <laughs> like nothing was said, and he was like, "And you just were? Why did you record those songs at the same time?" And I was like. I don't know. This is just how it came out. I have no control. It's just, yeah. So. So another record. <laughs> that is hilarious. And I'm happy that you didn't pull up, but you put this into your music. And um, I'm really excited to see what people have to say. Oh, perfect timing. Um, shout out to Friday. I was literally going to just say, this is another fun record that yeah. you've done that I enjoyed and I love the fact that it was two beautiful women from Toronto doing their thing, getting sexy as fun. Got in their bag. So let's hear the song. <laughs> it's that shit. Oh man. You get a baby laser. 
love it. years ago um and I was literally in my room one night and I wanted to go out but then I didn't want to go out because you know sometimes you just you want to go out but you don't want to do the process to go out so I didn't want to yep, yep. <laughs> I didn't feel like doing my makeup and all of that and I'm like oh like I wish I had a little bae that could just come over and kick it with me and I'm like ah, eh, whatever I'm just gonna write a song about it instead and so <laughs> And so I just wrote that song and I'm like, no, like, I don't want to be alone, but like, I don't really want to leave the house. And like, I don't know, I started making this scenario in my head about somebody being over and them just being on their phone. And I'm like, yo, just listen to me. Like, I want you to stay the night, you know? Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I just ended up writing it, scrapped the song, never went back to it. Wow. And then I listened to it again. And I'm like, yo, you know who would sound fire on this? Friday. And Jeez. so... I knew I met Friday at Honey Jam. Shout out to Friday. That's literally like, sure. that's my girl. That's my girl. That's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> right? And we have been in contact ever since. Like, we would hang out um, a lot. And so we had wanted to make music for forever. Just the opportunity has, hadn't presented itself at that point. Um, and I was like, you know what? This is a good little vibe. Like, I love making music with other people. Um, and I love her voice so much and I admire her as an artist and I always have uh, from the moment I met her it was instant energy and so I was like I need to work with this girl and so yeah that's what happened we ended up um, I sent her the track and I said do your thing with it and she came and, and hit that verse hard okay she hit it real hard I'm trying to be happy, but 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 I
You guys, make sure you stream alone with Friday yeah. with two E's. And Marley is a really fun record. And I love when Black women were not just giving <clears throat> those, like, bellowing type of tracks, but, like, mm -hmm. as well, you can show that fun side that, yeah. like, um, what is it, Tiffany? Evans back in the day, how she yeah. had that promise ring track. So yeah. you guys really did a great job with that. Definitely, it's on my like makeup get ready list. It, yeah. is, a <laughs> <laughs> it is a tune. So yeah, we'll give one more for that. Thank you, thank you. I love that song, and I loved working with Friday so much. Um, and uh, actually, her her next project coming out. I I don't know if I'm even allowed to say this, but you might see me in one of the videos. I'm just. <laughs> You might see me in one of her next videos, so if you see me. I don't know me, if we're breaking this NDA, but let's break it. Right? Okay. I mean, there's nothing specific, but if you see me in a video, you see me in a video. Oh, you see me, right? <laughs> Beautiful. I can't wait to see that. Um, I wanted to know, you know, you worked with Friday. What's the, what's the tea with working with other R&B artists in the city or, like, just in general what is your stance on it what is your experience been because I love the fact as you said you guys are clearly showing love to each other and I love that that's how it should be should mm -hmm. be shout out to you Amethyst you know and I love seeing women really show genuine love to each other like girl yeah, you know sure. Sure. <laughs> but why anything else exactly so, what are you, what is your stance on that like um, I'm all for it. Um, I believe that music is meant to be shared. Music is meant to be done together. Like, I mean, realistically, even when you're dropping a solo record, you're not doing it by yourself. You have producers and engineers and whoever else is involved in the music. And I personally would rather work with other people. Um, because it's just, it's always, it's just a vibe. Like there's something different about having somebody else bring another element to your track. Shout out to Dopus Maximus, that's Aaron Ridge in the building. I'm actually on one of his tracks. Um, and we work together quite often uh, doing live shows. And so, yeah, like, I just love the idea of putting two minds together and having two creatives with two completely different perspectives, just like being in one room and, you know, sharing their ideas and sharing the most intimate parts of themselves. And I think that's what makes music so special in general. Um, so the more collabs, the better. <laughs> if you want to work, just hit me up. I love it. <laughs> no, that is amazing. And we definitely, as you spoke on, like, the Toronto music scene and things earlier, we definitely need more of you guys to continue collaborating together. Yeah. Worry yeah. about the bread and all that later. Yeah. Like, just create. Just create. Nobody has a sound like Toronto right now. Seriously. Facts. Yes. So I'd love to know from you, uh, Marley, when can we expect, like, the full EP or like the first album? I know it's such a huge question. Right? <laughs> um, so I am dropping an EP in December. Uh, I know it's not, you know, I guess most people drop like Christmas stuff in December, but I also recognize that there are people that do not celebrate Christmas. I have also- I just don't wanna hear that really. I'm you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, you know, we already know what to expect. Like, yeah, Christmas, Mariah Carey, I'm still down for it. But, like, let's hear some other music, too. And so I'm dropping uh, an EP this um, next month. And as you know, I'm dropping another song from that EP tonight. And to be honest, Never the One is on that. The EP is entitled uh, To Be Honest. And I called it that because it's all of my most raw, most genuine feelings in a little project and um 
Yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited. This is the first project I'm ever dropping in life. Um, I have dropped huge. other songs in the past under different names and such, but this is the first time ever that I'm dropping a project of music. And so I'm really happy. I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm very happy. And I, I, I can't wait for, for everyone to hear it. No, that's exciting. I know. <laughs> Hi, Q. I know for like uh, artists, it's so um, you guys are never really satisfied with your work and you're always putting so much pressure on yourself. But I'm proud <laughs> that you finally took that leap to say, you know what, you. I'm going to set a date, put this body of work yeah. out yeah. and just put it out there. Like as long as you love it, the right people will be attracted yeah. to it. And who doesn't? Bye. <laughs> really to be honest whoever doesn't it is what it is um I don't hey Sir Vonway um I don't expect obviously everybody to love my music but I mean it's meant for who it's meant for um I don't have a specific target audience you'd be surprised who listens to R&B music there be right? some dudes driving to work on their feelings all tears and eyes and bumping that Tony Braxton <laughs> okay so you never know who it's gonna reach um That's and so yeah, you know, like, I'm I'm actually super excited. I'm not gonna lie. I, I am very excited. This is the first time I'm putting out so much music at one time. <laughs> no, definitely. You're doing a great thing. I know Thank your friends you. will be happy, including myself, and excited. As I said, you're doing it. As an entrepreneur, because that's how I see musicians as well, you're out here, as you said, having to write the music, um, go to the studio, like, just plan a whole life around it. Yeah. How do you find time to, like, self-care and to make sure that you are still able to be Marley unknown when that time comes? Um, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> I'll let you yeah. know what I find out. Um, but to be honest, I just, I try not to think about it as work so much um, mm. because when you put yourself in the mindset that you know this is work like I have to do this it no longer becomes fun and it takes the creative aspect away from it and so mm. I just try my best with everything I do um, and for those of you who don't know I also do makeup as well and so like even with those things like I have to just enjoy it while it comes so that I'm not always like, man, like I'm just tired because I'm working all the time, which I am tired. But to me, I just think of it as like, okay, this is a reward. Like I get to do this. Not everybody gets to do the things that they love. And so even the parts of it that I'm not super excited about, I just put it into perspective and try and be like, okay, you know, doing music for me is self-care. Writing for me is self-care. Like those are the things that literally get me through the day, get me through the week. And so... Yeah, that's that's how I kind of justify it to myself in my brain so it doesn't feel like... No, that's beautiful and that's transparent. I know a lot of people can relate to that. If you could speak to <coughs> a younger Marley... You're okay. If you could speak to a younger Marley right now and just kind of like express to her, you know, some words of encouragement when it comes to, you know, when you look at your life and the things you've maybe gone through thus far in the music mm -hmm. industry, what's something you would tell her? Um, I would say trust your gut, like, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Um, I think I spent a lot of my childhood uh, trying to please people or putting on a persona. I'm sure you know, as a PK as well, like, it's a lot of saving face. It's a lot of like, you know, you can't do this, you can't act like this, you can't dress like this, or people are going to tell your dad or like, you know, you just, you don't get a lot of chance to become yourself. And mm -hmm. so I would tell myself, like, don't be ashamed of who you are. 
you know, walk in your light, do exactly what you feel like you're meant to do and just don't waste any time. Like, I, I feel like, and obviously no regrets, but I feel like I wasted a lot of time with, you oh, know, it's okay. Wasted a lot of time with like doubting myself and questioning myself when I could have just been like, dog, like, let's just get her done. Like, let's do it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I would tell me. Dope. <laughs> I'll tell me that too. Right? <laughs> Sometimes I'd be like, get your ass up, okay? Right? Respond to these DMs. The numbers are just getting larger. You can't do nothing about it. So that's beautiful. We definitely need to, like, have that motivation for ourselves because we can't always rely on others, especially when it's, like, a goal that no one else can really see the vision but you at the time, right? Similar to when you wrote Black Woman and those records, like, you didn't know that people like Julie Black and all those people would, like, be reposting it and be touched by that story. And it comes at such a beautiful moment. So don't forget those things, okay? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so I'm curious to know, who are, like, some of your favorite R&B artists? I won't say give me your top five, because mm-hmm. I feel like I put so much pressure on right. the artists when I ask you guys that. So give me some of, like, your favorite R&B artists that help inspire you to be, like, Marley Unknown today. Um, number one, I literally was born listening to Whitney Houston. Um, so may God Favorite Whitney soul. Houston song? Uh, I Believe in You and Me from The Preacher's Wife. That song was the first solo song that I ever learned. And <laughs> all my mom ever played was Whitney Houston in the house growing up. And so... Um, I mean, my life goal is to meet her. Obviously not going to happen, but... Uh, Please don't meet her yet, Marley. Right? <laughs> Obviously not going to happen. <laughs> not Please yet. We're not there yet. yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, she has a special place in my heart. But um, R&B artist, uh, her, uh, Janae Aiko, I take a lot of um, writing from Janae Aiko. She is one of my favorite writers. stupid. Yeah, her pen is crazy. Um, and kind of like that artistic, very musical style from uh, her. And I listened to a lot of Alicia Keys growing up. Obviously, Beyonce, the queen, like, <laughs> your basics, to be honest. Like, I and I also listen to a lot of different genres of music. And so that kind of storytelling, um, Broadway, musical music, listen, that's, People are always like, whenever you write, you sound like you're like writing a story. That's where that comes from. My entire music like log is just so- soundtracks from musicals. Um, I listen to a lot of like rock music. I love country. I love alternative. Um, and so I kind of just, yeah, I love it all. I just, <laughs> I'm not I love that. that. I am not arguing with you. I can get into a Shania Twain bag. Thank I can get you. into a Green Day bag. Thank I you. I can get into a Fifi Dobson bag. You all know what I mean? Yes. Okay. All of it. So, the whole thing. That's so important too. Could you speak on that? Just being an artist and like being mindful of not always like listening to the same thing and how that can like take your creativity. Um, I just I guess I kind of like learned along the way that there's so much out there like not to limit yourself um and you'd be surprised at the things that you like if you were just honest with yourself and kind of kept an open mind and you Mm. just listened for the creativity and listened for the musical aspect rather than what's trending or you know what i mean um and so 
listening to a lot of different music and being eclectic kind of rounds you and so you're not just taking from the same things all the time you're kind of like taking from here and taking from there and that will kind of create your unique sound um but yeah yeah that is so yeah you're giving you're giving a lot of fruit tonight and i know <laughs> that um people watching back later or tonight can be inspired right because it's not all the time i get to like really speak with r&b artists i know most of the times it's like hip-hop artists but yeah. i love to also hi ari i love mm -hmm. to also like just pick into you know your guys brain because y'all get in your bag too right yeah for sure um i just this week i just watched a waiting to exhale not the first time but first, like okay. i watched it and you know the part of like everyone oh, yes. <laughs> come on vocals come on okay. i'll do the background holler at me, holler at me. You two with the one two background vocals say no more say no more don't let me mess up your song we need to sell i'm dead stop I will just do the streaming on this side. I'm crying. I got y'all. <laughs> right? But that is so beautiful, and I'm really happy for you to so see <laughs> one of my favorites as well. Right? Just everything you have, like, going for you, and you dropping Thank that you. new EP, TBH, to be honest, in December. Now, <laughs> I'm going to ask you another staple question that we do okay. have here at Downtown World. Don't waste some time with negativity. Is we have the five elements you have air fire water earth and spirit mm -hmm. which element do you feel like represents you or you resonate with the most and why um i'm gonna say water uh i say that because i'm very much like a go with the flow feel the vibe type person and i feel like water is literally one of those elements like it's gonna go with whatever the earth is giving it you know like if it's a windy day if there you're gonna be a lot of waves if it's chill the water is calm and so i kind of feel like that's how i am too i kind of go with the flow i kind of give out the energy that i get and so yeah like that's actually one thing that i enjoy about myself um i wouldn't say that i code switch a lot but i do know how to uh, be interested in yeah adjust um according to where I am and who I'm talking to and so yeah that's kind of I guess that that's kind of where I stand on that no that's dope that's beautiful water is like you're right it could be like more turt when it needs to be it could be more calming when it needs yeah. to be um <laughs> so definitely there's no right or wrong answer yeah, yeah. don't feel it's just <laughs> general just, question right yeah <laughs> Okay, so Marley, I want I would I would love to know, you know, moving forward into the new year, everybody's like the conversations are starting now with like New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. Um, people, you know, get into more of like a reflective state, which you mm -hmm. mostly are because you just grab for your pen and like write songs at any time. But like what is like the perfect environment for you to like write music in? Like what is your mm -hmm. ideal I think in my home. In my home is where I feel the most comfortable. It's where I feel the the most like myself and like the most vulnerable. I know for some people it's the studio because they get the vibe. Some people it's like, um, you know, the beach because it's like that natural or being outdoors. For me, very much it is my home. It's my own space. It's where I feel all of my deepest feelings and where I'm allowed to feel all of my deepest feelings to the 
to the max, to be quite honest with you. Um, there's no lying here. There's nobody here to judge me. I just kind of, where I dwell, where I am, where I feel all of my experiences is usually the best place for me to write because I get to just like live in that moment. Um, and yeah, yeah. I'm not eating fruit and minding my business. Where in the <laughs> house? <laughs> um, I usually write in my room, to be honest. I usually will, yeah. like I plan it. Like I literally will sit down in my bed and be comfortable, but like still cute enough that I feel like an artist. I know this sounds so weird, but like I'll No, it does say it. It doesn't. <laughs> I will like get ready to write. So like I'll do my hair, like I'll make sure I look decent and I'll I'll get into something comfy but still cute and I'll sit in my bed um with my laptop in front of me, my headphones on, blasting whatever beat, and I'll just sit there and I'll I'll write and I'll whatever comes to me just it just will flow and literally full songs just they just come that way. They do. They do. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And that's not weird at all because even times when, like, you know, you feel low on mood or I'm like, oh, my God, like, I know I have to, like, put stuff out. But yeah. you just, you get it. We're human, right? Yeah. And that is something that a lot of people do recommend. You get dressed, take a shower, yeah. you know, put on something that isn't like your lounge clothes mm -hmm. and it helps you to get um, in the zone. So I wanted to, we have just a few minutes left. I just want to throw it out to you guys out there that are watching tonight. If you want to throw a question only into the question box and if it is approved, I will ask it to Marley. In the meantime, I will let my track rock out so that yeah yes, type your question hey. and put it in hey. while we get sexy <laughs> do the runs just come to you like that jeez um Sometimes, sometimes they really don't though. Sometimes they don't come through. Make sure you're typing in Marley Unknown, that is U-N-K-N-X-N, yeah. into that search box and please, please stream this beautiful Queen's music. So Broadway Benson asks, how do I get in contact for please. a feature? Is that Benny in the building? No way. <laughs> uh, first off, Benny's like just slap so if you haven't heard broadway benson's music please just after this go hop over and hit his profile that link please just do it for yourself um but collabs uh just message me dm me my dms are open um my site is also in my um in the link in my bio so you can message me on my website and you can also contact me via email it's attached to my instagram I check all of those regularly. Um, so if you 
would like a feature, hit me up, send me the track, and, and we'll, we'll do some work. Are you looking for beats right now? Are you looking to make, like, are you invested in any particular sound right now? I, honestly, I'm always open to beats. Um, I get them all the time. People keep sending them to me. Um, I love getting getting messages with beats and stuff like that. Um, and no, like, there's no particular sound. If I vibe with it, if I like it, um, then and I get inspired, I'll, I will write to it. There's nothing specific that I'm, I'm not willing to do. So what she said is, <laughs> I got my pen. I ain't scared. I could write anything. I could do anything. Holler at me. I mean, that's not technically what I said, but like, <laughs> but I mean, if that's how you want to interpret that, I mean, I got I'm not going to say no. <laughs> okay, we got one more fun question. Uh, mm. Do you still do drink and dare Thursdays? Oh, the truth or drinks. Okay, so <laughs> I was doing a lot of Okay, if you guys don't know what truth or drink is, basically, I will go live and I'd have a bottle with me and I would just open up my live for you guys to ask me questions. If I'm too embarrassed to answer it for the world to see, then I have to drink. If not, then I answer any embarrassing questions. Um, I did that a lot through the pandemic, mostly for entertainment purposes because we was all bored at home. Um, yeah. <laughs> but people are back to their regular lives. I may go back to doing it once a month if uh yeah if you guys want let me know hit hit me in my dms and tell me that you want some some truth or drinks <laughs> i hear you so you guys know what it is marley i want to say thank you so much for having this beautiful conversation with me today definitely got to learn you a bit more and those of you watching as well please support this queen she's from my home city toronto ontario okay where that hub is and y'all are gonna be disappointed when <laughs> you continue to see shirty on billboards and tv nah. radio <laughs> and all these places and vibe and you're gonna be like damn i should have hollered at her when a feature was free so <laughs> don't slip holler at marley marley thank you so much for tonight you think not to waste any time on negativity. You definitely ate fruit and but also on top of that, I think that I enjoy writing a lot and I don't care who it's for, like whatever story I'm telling, I believe it's important for people to hear. And if I could, you know, tell that story through somebody else's voice, I would still be just as privileged as if I were to record it myself. So definitely writing. Dope. Amazing answer. Thank you guys. Thank you. Marley Unknown. And you guys make sure to support this queen. Thank Stream, you. Stream M-A-R-L-E-Y-U-N-K-N-X-N. Yeah. And hit her, follow her, support her. Thank this you is your girl, Kay, downtown world. Don't waste no time with negativity. <laughs> Thank All you right. for having me. Of course, anytime. It's an honor. About to go downtown. Downtown Kay. Tell me. You about to go.